Hi, everybody. We want to welcome you to the Great Intention uh, uh, Gideon Bible Study. It's actually our final study of, of the year, which is really hard to believe. Um, so, but before we do, I just want to let you know if you will check out the Women's uh, Central Assembly of God, Women's of Bethlehem, uh, our Facebook page, we have a year-end uh, party that we'd like to invite all of you to. It's Wednesday, May 20th at 9.30 here at, here at our church, or Friday, uh, May 22nd at 7 o'clock. And it's called the Spring Blooms Party. And so if you would like to come, you can just come. But if you would like to help us with donating food or, or different types of drinks, you can go on that particular page and, and it tells you what to do. Also, if you're not on that page with us, we would love for you to go and ask to become a friend. But before we get into our, our, the Great Intention Bible study today, I would like to introduce to you my, my special guest, Kayla Albino. Could you tell us, could you greet the ladies for us today? Hello, beautiful sisters in Christ. I miss you all very much. And I am excited to be able to meet uh, May 22nd uh, for those who are able to come and join us in fellowship. Um, I'm pretty sure that you guys are in much need of some sister time. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. So it's really going to be great. Yes. Don't you think so, Kayla? Yes. And we're going to a lot of work making the plans, and it's going to be beautiful flowers, some fresh flowers, and all kinds of things. So you join us. But now, today, let's, we're, it's hard to believe that we are actually conducting our final study yes. in, in the book of Gideon. Yes. Wow. And you know, Gideon's story has, it's shown us how to be victorious. Mm -hmm. It's, it showed us how to be victorious in, in the issues and the problems that we face every single day. And, but one thing that happened with Gideon that, that Kayla and I really don't want to happen to you is Gideon started out strong, but he didn't finish well. And so the one, one of the reasons that her and I are putting effort into the Great Intention uh, Bible study today is so that we can exhort you to stay alert and, and, and how that you can do this. Mm -hmm. And so what do you think about that, Kayla? I think it is <laughs> for our benefit. I mean, there was so much that I learned on, one, how God has patience with us. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that we can do to get him out of that. Right. He loves us, and he will do what he needs to do. Okay. Uh, so definitely the patience. And I'm like, if he can have that much patience with me, mm -hmm. I can have patience with whatever <laughs> comes my way. Children. Yeah people at work, whatever it is. So that was one thing that really uh, I learned from this and much more, of course. Yeah. One, of, one of the ways that uh, I found uh, and, and that you and I have found, and we would like you to, to kind of get a hold of as you go through this study with us, is that, you know, sometimes just dealing with ourselves, we have to have courage because we want to stay in the weak areas of our life. We want to stay... Uh, with the idols in our life. We want to stay in our own lane, not in God's lane. And, you know, we don't want you to do that. We've talked about it's a way better way to, to be in God's lane and do what God wants you to do. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that. Now, Israel's problem was making an idol of someone else. And Gideon's problem was making an idol of himself. So what are we saying? Hey, the problems with us as people. A few comments on those particular thoughts before we go to the scriptures, Kayla. So, yes, um, we do find ourselves in comfort and wanting things that are not just comfort, but like a security mm -hmm. blanket. Mm -hmm. And because it's comfortable, we don't want to let it go. Right. And we want to stay clinging on to it. Mm -hmm. So when God says, okay, well, it's time to remove this, it's time to remove the idol, mm -hmm. it's, it's a little like tug and war because we don't want to lose what feels good to us right. and not have to go through the pain of the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so in Judges chapter 8, verses uh, 22 through 23, 
Uh, Kayla, would you read that for us, please? 22 through 23, it? yes. 22 through 23. Right so it says, Then the Israelites said to Gideon, Be our ruler. You and your son and your grandson will be our rulers, for you have rescued us from Midian. But Gideon replied, I will not rule over you, nor will my son. The Lord will rule over you. And so what we want to do with this particular scripture and what we would like you to do is to consider, we're going to consider some of these verses from, from Judges chapter 8 and just see how they apply to our life. Because remember, this particular Bible study, the final one, we want to exhort you, we want to inspire you to come up higher in your life and to increase and to know how do you deal with yourself? Because sometimes we have great intentions. That's the word. We yes. have a great intention, but we don't know how to follow through with it. So, Kayla, in, in uh, Gideon, uh, Judges chapter 8, verse 21, what did Gideon do? So, in verse uh, 21 or 22? 21. Okay, so in verse 21, it shows us here that he... Um, had asked his son, his older son, to kill <laughs> uh, the leaders, mm -hmm. Zeba and Zalmunna. Right. But they had replied to him, you know, if you want to kill us, be a man and do it yourself because his older son didn't, eventually mm -hmm. didn't want to do it. That's right. So That's right. he mm -hmm. ended up taking the responsibility yeah. of killing them. Yeah. Another thing, too, in this particular verse, and it helps you to apply and just kind of understand, like, the, with the problem that when we say the problem is with me, um, in other words, in humanity, we're all like the, this in, in different ways, is that you can see the intent of Gideon's heart. At the beginning of the Bible study with Gideon, way, way, many chapters uh, ahead of where we're at now, his heart was just sold out. He wanted to do everything that the Lord yes. wanted him to do. But now we see his heart. He actually was seduced by the power that this, he wanted the royal ornaments. That's what he hungered at. And that was a symbol of power. That was a symbol of prestige. That was a symbol, even though he said he didn't want to become king or his sons, he actually in his heart was lured towards those things. And, and so then we see in uh, chap, uh, verse, chapter 8, verse 24, we see that uh, what did Gideon request? In so, sorry. That's okay. He That's had okay. requested from his, his soldiers to give one earring from the gains of the enemies. That's right. They killed the soldier. Mm -hmm. They took whatever they had. Mm-hmm. And he, he, that's, that's good. So see, he, but he, the symbolism here and what should exhort you to not fall to these choices and not fall to these temptations is that he only took things from, from the people who had power and prestige mm -hmm. in, in that, those particular groups of people that were dead. Yeah, that what, represented what you, like authority. Right. Yes. Right. And so as we're, we're looking at you ladies and we're talking to you, you know, sometimes we, we can get tripped up and make choices and do things that because we want power, because we want our egos fed, because we want us esteem uh, in an unhealthy way, and we can make these choices that, that Gideon was making. And so you stay alert, right, Kayla? Yes. You stay alert in your own life. If, if God blesses you and gives you esteem and... And, and gives you power and, and all of that, but that's fine. Use it for his glory. Use it to make mm -hmm. his name famous. But don't use it, those longings like Gideon. It was tripping Gideon up, and it was actually getting Gideon further away from God, not closer to him. Now, he, he created something, and so you can see his heart is deteriorating. Mm -hmm. Would you like to comment on that before we go to uh, verse 27 in chapter 8? So I, I did want to say one thing. We have to remember that everything that we have, all the talents that we have, whether you are uh, an artist, you are a musician, you are a singer, 
uh, an attorney, whatever you have that you excel mm -hmm. in life mm -hmm. in that area was given to you by God. That's right. Everything that we do to the, to the littlest things, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, you would think, oh, well, I just have that because my father has it, but who gave that to your father? Right. Or who gave mm -hmm. that talent to your mother? Mm -hmm. It comes from God. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, a, that's a heart attitude. That's, mm -hmm. a heart, that's a right heart attitude. Yes. And we can see here in Gideon that he had a shift in the intent of his heart. Amen. And ladies, we do, Kayla and I, we really don't want that to happen to you, do we, Kayla? No. no we really not. don't. So, but there's ways that you can stay alert. And that's what we're going to talk about. You know, in verse 27 uh, of Judges, I'm going to go, you can see in this particular verse, we have it on the screen. Maybe you have it in the book if you're following us, or you can just get your Bible out. Um, you can see some other things here. Uh, Gideon made a sacred uh, ephod from the gold, the gold that he took. And it tells the town that he put it in, which was his hometown. And, um, you know, what, what he did with that particular piece was, where did he get tripped up in his heart about this particular verse and, and building, uh, making that? that robe for the king? So I think um, he did have good intentions in the beginning. I think he did too. But yeah. of course he couldn't foresee the future mm -hmm. of the outcome of what was going to happen later right. on. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a point. And sometimes we, we you and I, uh, Kayla and I, and, and, and all of you who are watching or will be watching or are listening, you know, we, we don't know the intent of our hearts, but God does. And so, so these words, these scriptures, this story of, of Gideon and his family and how he started out with the right intentions, but he's ending up with not the best intentions, which means that they're going further away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And we don't want that for you. And I know that you don't want that uh, for me, but for, for me, yeah, I, don't, I know you don't want it for no, me. No, we do not want that. But, you know, before we go further, Kayla, I, we're going to stretch our hands towards the, towards the camera. And we just want to pray that as we begin the, the final session, that God will help you to be real enough with yourself and be real enough with him to let him show you the areas of your heart that aren't how they're supposed to be. So, Kayla, I'm going to join with you. Let's stretch our hands towards yeah. this camera before. We, I'm just sensing that so, the, so you can thank receive you, the rest of this lesson. Kayla. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father, because you are speaking right now and you're ministering to the lives of the women that are watching this live feed and that will soon later join and watch. Father God, I just ask that whatever is hidden in our hearts, that you just show us and that we can be real. We can be honest with ourselves and just have you just go in deep and just remove anything that may be holding us back, my God, to, to align our will with yours, Father. I just ask that even if it does hurt at the end of it all, it's going to be a benefit for us and it's going to work for our good, Father. And we trust that you know more what's in our hearts than ourselves, Father God. And you are in control of everything, Jesus. And I just ask that you just give them peace of mind that it's okay to be honest. It's okay to let it out and yes, just Jesus. allow you to go in and, and, and do surgery in their hearts, Father God. Because only you are the one that can fix what is in the depths of our hearts, Jesus. Mm. We give you all the glory and all the honor, God. Amen. Thank, Thank you, you Father. And, and ladies, while you were, while Kayla was praying, um, th there's, there's someone or several, several of you ladies, you literally felt like a bolt of lightning, uh, a a, like the intensity of a Thank bolt you, of lightning. It, it felt like an electric you, shock, Father. like you put your finger in a, in a light socket and you were literally electrocuted. What that is, some of you have never oh, experienced that before. That is the power of God. That's yes, his Holy Father. Spirit. And he, he ministered to you that way through the screen because 
what he, he's, he's giving you the strength, he's giving you the power and the Amen. ability so that you can encourage, so that you can deal with yourself yes. and you can deal with those areas in your heart that aren't how they should be. Because you know, when, it, when we're closer to God and we're more right with God and we're more yield with, with God, that's the very best place to Amen. be. And it brings blessing and it brings all kinds of really great things to our life. And that's what God wants for you. And I know that's what you want for yourself. Amen. And that's what we want yes. for them. Always. Always for them. Always. That's our heart and that's our reasoning for yes. doing this today. Yes. So ver in verse 27, we, we talked about, we read about how uh, Gideon, how, what he made. But then we want to see, see something else. Uh, Gideon also in verse 30, he had 70 sons. That's a lot of sons. That's a lot of sons. <laughs> this, this is all an indication of his heart and how he wanted to identify with power and prestige. What, what represented power and prestige in, in his day? Could you imagine having 70 sons? I have four kids, <laughs> uh -huh. let alone to imagine 70. And that's not mm -hmm. even including if he had daughters. That's right. It, it, right. it only mentions the sons. Right. So if he had daughters, mm -hmm. imagine, I'm pretty yeah. sure it passed the number 70. Yeah. He, the, the scripture says he did have daughters. We're, we're just right. Mm -hmm. And so, so, but all of this is a representation that um, what his heart was longing for, what he, what passions he had, what he was going, you know, he was running after in his life. And then in, uh, also in verse 30, it also says that Gideon had many wives. <laughs> Have you ever heard exactly how many wives other than many? I did not see a number. Okay. Uh, it would be interesting to know <laughs> how many wives, I mean, some men, can barely handle one, <laughs> if we want to yeah, be honest yeah. here. So imagine having several, plus he had the uh, concubine Yeah, that's well. right, that's, yeah. It's a lot uh, of women there, so. So I, I, think, I think, Kayla, we should just throw it out there. If any of your husbands, you know, have any questions, you know, about this particular section and, you know, like she said, some husbands, you know, have problems handling one wife, Think about having, uh, having all these wives and 70 sons and daughters. Wow. But that shows the intensity, it, you know, just, just a little lightheartedness. But that, ladies, that shows the intensity of what he was running after. And so you can ask yourself, what are those type of passions in your life that, that draw you, that pull you, that, that take all your attention, all your energy? Is it running after the things that God wants you to run after? Mm -hmm. Is it having a balance and a healthiness in your mind and your heart and your will and your emotions? Only you can answer that. Amen. But I trust that you'll let the word of God and the, and the Holy Spirit of God uh, kind of refine those things. And then in finally, in, in uh, Judges chapter 8, verse 31, we see that Gideon named his son what, Kayla? Abimelech. Wow, she, you did really good. I was I, trying to, Abimelech is how I know it. <laughs> yeah, Abimelech. Now, last time Abimelech. we had a couple words. We had it in English. We had it in Spanish, right? Yes. And yes. then we just said it whichever way we, whichever way we wanted to. But in uh, Judges chapter 8, verse 31, and, and you know what? You can say it whichever way you want. And you can laugh about it as well. But our point of bringing it up is there again, it's showing the intent of his heart. He's even naming his son. That, word, that name meant mm -hmm. my father, a king. Yes. Think about that. I thought that was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. Yeah. That's the secret intention there of right. wanting to have some position of authority mm -hmm. uh, in his life by naming right. his son that, which meant king. That's right. Yes. And so, ladies, you know, th there's secrets to, like, what you give your energies to in your life. You know, how, how much time do you spend doing? And you can make, you can make a whole list of things. Uh, what, what has your affections? You can see here from Gideon what had his affections. He wanted power and prestige and wealth. And it's amazing that when he started out saying yes to God, way back, I mean, yeah. he, was, he was depressed, he was afraid, he was weak-kneed, 
and he yielded to God. And for the very, for such a long time, he, him and God were good. Yeah. And, and so there if... Was, there was a point of a period in where there was no communication yeah. between him and God. Yeah. He was totally caught up in the power and the mm -hmm. prestige. Even though he was saying, right, he was saying to to the people around him. He was saying to his family, oh, no, I don't, I don't want any yeah. of that. Yeah. I don't want to be king. But secretly in his heart, and see, that's, that's ladies where, where we want them to let God work on them Amen. in the deep areas of their heart where, where the, the real deal of, of our life is, yes. is going. And so, so what we would like you to do as we, as we go to convenient Christ Christianity, is I would like you to spend, and then Kayla, I'm gonna, I would like you to just comment off of that as well, just a suggestion for you. I would like you to spend the next 24 hours just watching yourself closely, asking the Holy Spirit to convict you of your hidden sins, and own your own truth. Say, am I living in my truth? in my life or am I living in God's truth? And, and, you know, Gideon at first, he was living in God's truth. And then he got over into his own truth. Basically, he got over into doing what he wanted, how he wanted to do it. And so what would be your exhortation to the ladies for something they could do so that they can get more over to God's truth, not in their own truth? Yes, amen. So I, something that I have been doing and when I read that, it kind of fell into my conscience mm -hmm. or whatever. If I'm at work, if a situation arises and I want to respond how my flesh wants to respond, uh -huh. but I catch myself. Are you trying to tell us you get ticked off? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I am gosh. still human. <laughs> <laughs> I am still human. So, yes, yeah. those those boiling, you know, levels uh -huh. start to arise. Uh -huh. But, you know, I, I've been lately trying to catch myself in whatever it's, if it's dealing with the kids, situations at work, or you're out in mm -hmm. public in mm -hmm. the store, you know, the way your flesh wants to respond, but you're like, wait, no. That mm -hmm. is not how God would want me to act or respond right now. Right. So let me take a breather and give the correct response mm -hmm. that I know God would be happy That's with. That's right. So yeah. it's just acknowledging, you know, yes, it's not an easy thing, but I mm -hmm. think if you practice it, I think it's doable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And I like, your, I like you being real about it yes. because, because, you know, ladies, that, that's the point about the problem is with us. And it's not a put down, but it's, no. it's a recognition that is people. Just as people, we all have these tendencies. Yes. And so we need to stay alert. Mm -hmm. We need to guard these things. And this is, this is some ways yes. that you can guard these things. And so we want to talk about in the second half of this. Is, it's called convenient Christianity. And um, it's, simply, it's as simple as uh, we have to make choices between convenience and God's regulations. And a, a real simple example of this is, you know, being committed to, to worshiping the Lord in the house of worship. There comes a Sunday that it's raining and, mm. and raining and wind is going. And out of convenience, you would rather just, just stay home and not have to get wet, get out in that type of weather. But you know in the word of God that he says we shouldn't forsake the assembling of ourselves. Amen. That we need to be in the house of God. We need to be worshiping. And so you might make a decision like that here and there. But eventually you could develop a pattern of not coming to church. Not, not joining with your brothers and sisters in the Lord. And it could have... Uh, far-reaching effects. In fact, I'm thinking of this, and, and I would like you to give us mm -hmm. an example of convenient Christianity, of like, like choices that we make. And so one thing that happened was I know a family, not here uh, in, in the Lehigh Valley, but a family outside of Harrisburg, that they started making those choices. It just wasn't convenient for them on rainy days or, or days they wanted to have breakfast and all of this. So before you know, know it, they um, 10 years had passed and they actually had quit going to church altogether. 
And okay. why am I bringing that up? I'm bringing it up that sometimes when we make choices that, that are convenient and are in direct opposition of what is clear in the word of God for us to do, they can have long time ramifications. So their kids weren't raised in church. I mean, they all did come back to the Lord Amen. and they're serving the Lord today. Praise the Lord. But, um, and that's what we want you to, to avoid is making choices that will take you down the road that 10 years later, there's all of these things that have come into your life, come into the life of your family and, um, and they're not good. Well, all the while, you could be staying alert and enjoying the blessings of God. Amen. Could you give us some example or something that you're thinking about yeah, along those so lines? so while you're saying uh, how there are people who debate uh, wanting to come to church on rainy days or snowy days, I have found myself in that same position. Mm -hmm. You know, to be honest, with kids when they're little, you don't want to take them out when it's snowing, when it's raining. It's just there's so much that involves mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. And you have to fight with that thought. I have had to fight with that, like, no, it's okay. We have a solution for this. Let's go to church. That's and right. those moments when I have found myself battling or thinking, oh, it's raining, it's snowing, let me just stay home. I have received the greater blessing just yeah. being in church. Mm -hmm. So who knows? You're probably missing out on, on a word, on a blessing or whatever yeah. the case is because mm -hmm. you decided to stay home. Yeah. And I know people who have said, well, I don't need to go to church. I can just stay home That's and worship right. God That's, because mm -hmm. it's convenient for them, but they're yeah. missing those other mm -hmm. benefits that yeah. come with coming to church, you know, yeah. with your brother and your sisters. Yeah. And the points that you made on that, on many of them, but the point is that when we choose convenience, mm -hmm. and nothing's wrong with convenience, but when we choose it over what God wants us mm -hmm. to do, you're making a choice to miss out on God's very, very best for your life and for the life of your families. Amen. And so I don't want that for them, do no. you? No. I really, really don't. But we're going to look at this particular point and, and this particular topic in, um, in uh, Judges chapter 8, verses 27. Again, we're talking about the uh, epithet that... Um, Gideon made and each of the pieces to that I do want to show you oh there is a picture. Um, I'm going to show you a picture of it I think I'm going to I think I'm putting it in the right camera so ladies you can you can see what we're talking about and so we're going to talk about each of those things um, they represent something yes and so you want to tell us some of the points to it that you you thought um, this was considered a mysterious garment it was an apron of sorts, and also it possessed, it had some stones on it. Mm -hmm. And what, what were those stones doing? Those, those stones represented the 12 tribes. Okay. So, and I believe they also had the name engraved in they each did. one of those stones. They did. Okay. And if you want to look that up before we talk mm -hmm. a little bit more about this, this is pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. You can learn something, but also you can apply it to this, this topic about the great intention. You can go to Exodus chapter 28, uh, verses 17 through 21. And um, this right here, it is up on the screen. It tells you about the stones that were on it. Uh, mount four rows of gemstones on it. The first row will contain it, it, it a, red, a red, you know. Carnelian? <laughs> Yay! And a pale green peridot. And an emerald. Wow. And so, so there were stones on it, and they were beautiful stones. But I think that there was, they were very meticulous about the details. Yes. So what, what are some of the details concerning these stones that stick out in your mind? So one, I know the colors that they used, and this was, what, what was this? I think it was the third row. The, the colors purple blue and gold they represent royalty mm -hmm. yeah so when you think of those colors blue gold royalty now we're probably gonna have some mothers coming on sunday <laughs> dressed in blue, blue. where you blue ladies where you blue <laughs> royalty these uh -huh. are the daughters of the king yeah so there again you can see that you know gideon made this he made it for a purpose 
But there again, you can see the intent of his heart. The neat thing that's the most notable about the, the gemstones on the front of their apron is they had the details. They had a Urim and a Thummin. <laughs> they were flat stones on, on, top, on top of the vests. And so, so what they tell us, theologians tell us, and this is really some, some information that, mm -hmm. that I think is pretty interesting. Yeah. If they say that if the Urim, uh, the Urim, that stone means to curse, and the Thurim means to be perfect. And so both of these stones were used to talk to uh, the, the priest that was wearing the particular mm -hmm. garment, and they could hear from God, depending on which stone reflected it. Right. And so, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on that particular point? So I know uh, we can see in the Bible how we saw the prophets and the kings use the epod. Epod? Mm -hmm. Epod. <laughs> I think we should say, I think ladies, we epod, should just say epod. Same, same thing, same difference. It means the same thing, and you know what we're saying. We're trying to have fun, so Jesus relax. Jesus help us. <laughs> Yeah. So they would use it in, in certain situations. So you can imagine if they were going into battle or if two people came with a problem, mm -hmm. oh, they would yeah. go to it as guidance, you know, to determine the Lord's will for mm -hmm. his people. So it was almost like when I read this, you know, thinking again, and I've, I have studied this in doing Sunday school. We have oh, yeah. projects, oh, yeah. what each tribe was. Preaching and, on the streets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> I thought about, I was like, oh my gosh, it only sounds like, okay, so uh -huh. if, if you have the one that flipped showing black or the one white, it was like, it's almost, you remember the eight ball? I do. When you I would do. shake it. Mm -hmm. it. Does this person like me? No. Yeah. Am I going out today? Yes, or maybe. You right. know, that's the first thing I thought of yeah. was that eight that's ball. A that's good. <laughs> that, yeah. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that. Um, you know, even back then, people wanted to hear from God. Yeah. And they wanted to have direction from God. And um, this, to me, is, is very unusual. Not unusual, but unique. Mm -hmm. And I love how you, how you said it. But there again, ladies, we, we don't have to, um, you know, turn, shake an eight ball no. or turn a stone up or turn Played it down. Or an or an ephod. <laughs> right, right, because we have God's word, yes. and, and hopefully you have a relationship with God. Yes. And even on that note, um, before we go to um, Exodus chapter 28, verse 4, if you're watching this broadcast or you're listening to it through podcast, and maybe you're, you want to come back to the Lord because, you, you, you know, it's been such a long time since you've heard the voice of God you know, you've resorted to these stones that, that these people were resorting to hear from God. For, and, and there again, it's because their hearts weren't on the right way. They were doing convenience. They were doing things the way they wanted to do it. Maybe that's happened to you and you say through this, through this broadcast, you know, I'd really like to come back to Christ. I'd like to recommit my life to the Lord. Or maybe you're just watching because, you know, the time that we're in and it's something to watch. We would love to, for you to pray with us, which we're going to pray right now. Um, and we trust that you will pray with us and accept Jesus Christ into your heart because he's a really great, good, good father. And those of you who want to recommit, you can let us know that you've done that and the information is on the screen. Uh, Kayla's going to hold my hand and we're going to pray with, with each of you. And ladies, those of you who know God, you join us in prayer for those who will be coming to the Lord through this broadcast. We, we just say, say with us, dear Jesus, please forgive me. Please forgive me. For I am a sinner. For I am a sinner. I believe. I believe. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Died on the cross for me. Died on the cross for me. And he, is and he is the Son of God. The Son of God. I ask that you will come back into my life. I ask that you would come back into our life. And help me. And help me. To live for you. To live for you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. amen. All right, I hope everybody's saying amen, and I hope the rest of you, yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. <laughs> I, I hope the rest of you are, are you know, cheering them on, and you, you pray for them generally, and yes. I trust that you will let, let Kayla and I know that, that you made that particular, particular thing. I mean, that decision is what I'm trying to say. Wow. What so, is wrong with this? I, I know it. We, I know it. So at least you know we're being ourselves today, and you can yes. be yourselves with us. But in Exodus chapter 28, verse 4, would you like to read that for us? And, and, and there again, um, when you read it, uh, what, what we would like you to start thinking about when we're reading this, this particular scripture is, what are two factors in this particular scripture that... that cause difficulty and and maybe what are some factors in your life that that is causing you dif difficulty Kayla you want to want to read that scripture please okay so Exodus chapter 28 verse 4 says these are the garments they are to make a chest piece an epod a robe a pattern tunic a turban and a sash they are to make these sacred garments for your brother Aaron and his sons to wear them, to wear when they serve me mm -hmm. as priests. Okay, so we have, there's two factors in this particular scriptures that there again was tripping up Gideon and his people. So one of them was he picked his brother Aaron. And then the other one was he only picked his sons. But what else do you see that they put factors here? Well, Gideon was not a priest. I like that point, see? He was not a priest, so only the priests were the ones that were able to enter the tabernacle mm -hmm. or the holy place, what, high place, yeah, but we yeah. know it as the tabernacle. Yeah. So, and he wasn't really in the place, the center. He was far away from it, didn't have uh, access. Yeah, and, and what Kayla and, and I are saying, that that's like... A real that's probably like a main point mm -hmm. of we got to get our act together Gideon was there again you can see by him doing this uh, that he was yearning for for things that weren't really rightfully his it, it basically it wasn't that it was wrong but it wasn't God's plan and purpose yeah. for for him and, you know, there's a lot of times, I think especially as ladies, we str all of us struggle with that. I, I know I have struggled with it. We want things that God never intended for us to have because he knows what's, what's best yeah. for us. And, and he knows what's going to pull our hearts away and pull us away from him and from experiencing his very best. And so that should be a warning sign. If you know not only what God's word says, but if you know, like there's, there's certain things in my life, Kayla, that they're really not bad things. The word of God doesn't say you can't do this mm -hmm. or you shouldn't do that. But I know in my spirit, my spirit man, yeah. that I shouldn't, I shouldn't touch those things. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't go there. It makes no logical sense. Um, like, why shouldn't you do it? It's, they're not bad things. They're yeah. actually good things. But for me, I know that God wants me to stay in a different place yes. on that. Like others may, but I cannot. Yes. And, and, but, but Gideon, he just, he, he did, did it anyways. He actually, so it shows you he's, he's actually uh, almost putting himself even mm -hmm. more on the throne of his life. Why don't you comment a yeah. little bit so more on like that? So he's like making his own rules. Right. So convenient Christianity, you want to fix your own rules. Yeah. You want to have your own terms and mm -hmm. conditions. Um, do it your way, basically. And one thing we have to remember is that God has already, before we were even in the, the womb of our mothers, mm -hmm. God already designed That's our plan. Really good. He already designed the layout. So he already positioned you here, but sometimes we want to go over there mm -hmm. and he's waiting for us to align our allegiance with him mm -hmm. so that he can proceed and take us where he needs to take yeah. us oh man you, you just it, it, we're looking at you in the camera both of us together and you know why let's just pause for like 30 seconds on that think about what 
what Kayla just said. That that is really, um, you know, it's a lot to think about. And when you start thinking about it, then it's like you can you can really let the Lord start working in your life. Yes. Like, hey, am I doing that? Huh, Kayla? Yeah. And sometimes we have to question ourselves. I one one thing I want to say is that being young in my youth, I would always pray, Lord, I want to do your will. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be out of your will because I, I've seen what the consequences, you know, can mm-hmm. be or look like. Yeah. And, and I just want to, and even at that moment, I didn't even know what God's will was for my life. Mm-hmm. But all I would say was, God, I want to do your will. I mm-hmm. don't care what it looks like, what it's going to take from me. I just want to do it. Yeah. And he would always, when I, every time I'd go back, always put that in my mind. Yeah. Remember, you want to do my will? Mm-hmm. Yes. And sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's hard because we want to walk down the, the, the fine path. We want to avoid the rough, narrow road and just kind of do things that are yeah. more convenient for us. Mm-hmm. When yeah. he really has better intentions yeah. for us. And so I think what what Kayla is saying and and what this study is saying to us, and of course the word of God, is that, you know, we struggle as people. We want to relate to God on our own terms. And what he's saying to us is, would you please come back to the place in your life where, where Kayla was when she was younger in the Lord and where I've been, and I'm sure a lot of you ladies have been that, you know what, Lord, I'm just in love with you. Yes. And I want to do everything that you want me to do. Amen. And, and that's a different heart condition. Mm-hmm. And so how, how do we do this, ladies? How do we get back to that place where we're falling in love with the Lord again, even more than we ever have? There's more of a depth to that. And we're relating to God on his terms, not on our terms. You know, I think back to even not think, even making a choice that I'm not going to go to church because there's a rainstorm. Mm-hmm. When when I'm when it when I first came to the Lord, it was like I used to think if I'm not there, I'm going to miss something. Yeah. You know, I'm going to miss what God has for me, and and I was relating to God on God's terms, not on my terms. And so, only you can know where you're at on that on that scale in your relationship with God, but these are some things that, that you can do um, to help you get back to that place where Amen. we hope that you will be through this Bible study. Amen. So uh, what are some of the things you, ha- you have to do, and um, in fact, I'm, I'm moving all over, is you have to keep him first. And then what else do you have to do, Kayla? Pursue him above his benefits with all your might. Right. It's a different motive. Yes. It's a different motive. And then you prioritize his word until you hear him say, well done. That means, you know, we all have to hear God's word on a regular basis. One-on-one, listening to podcasts, listening to, to however you can get the word of God mm-hmm. into you. That's another way that you can do it. Yeah, you even have the Bible app that can read mm-hmm. the Bible for you. So if you're at work, if you're in your car, just obviously you can't read and drive at the same time, but just hit play <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you have the words being yeah. read to you like a bedtime story. Okay, Kayla's not telling you to read to read and read and drive. No, no. <laughs> no. But uh, even this, you know, lady, we have... Um, uh, the church has has uh, all of its services yes. and stuff on podcast, so you can listen to that as a lot well. Of tools. And one thing that's really neat is I would like you to begin to expect your weaknesses yes. to be a platform for you to receive more of God's strength in your life. That's what happened to Gideon. I mean, he, at the end, he he kind of slacked off. Mm-hmm. But I know, like listening to this story, that's what's happening to me. Your weaknesses can be can be, serve you as a key for you to get more of the strength of God. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding that out myself. How about you? Yes, uh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Time. What else do you see, my friend? Carry on in confidence, not with your head down, not moping, but carry on in confidence knowing that you serve a great God mm-hmm. and that he will never let you down. Mm-hmm. 
when you say that, when, when we're saying that you, to you ladies, we're actually speaking a word of hope, yes. a word of encouragement. Kayla, Kayla just spoke it to you, but you can carry on. Wherever you find yourself in this scale of, of a relationship with God, the great intentions, where, wherever you're at on that, you can carry on and go further. You, you can do it. You can do it. All of the things that, that carried Gideon away and carried the Israelite people away from God's very best and the things, the idols and the different passions in our life that carry us away, they, they can carry on, Yeah. right? Yes. They can do it. I believe in you. you Got to tell yourself you can do it. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, you know, another thing, too, we'd like to tell them before we pray for them and um, we're going to pray for you, but we hope that you'll wait to the very, very end because uh, we have um, my favorite uh, person on Instagram uh, that's going to be with us today at the very end after we pray. She has something very special for you. Uh, her name is Jayla. Uh, she's going to be with us. So you wait to the very end and she will take us off and say goodbye. But as we pray, we're going to pray, and, and I would like you to pray for the ladies that they can carry on and that they'll become mighty warriors and, and all of that until we obviously meet you meet again. again. We want to remind you that the Lord is with you and you can become a mighty warrior. Let's pray. Amen. Father God, we thank you again because only you deserve all the glory and the honor. Father, as our sisters in Christ are listening to us and those who are listening to us later, let them know that they serve a great and powerful God, that we are overcomers through you, God. You have already given us the victory because we are on the victor side. Lord God, that we seek you above everything else, that we continue to pursue you, my God. But may we also remember the times that you have been there and that you have never abandoned nor forsaken us, Lord, because you provided before and you would do it again, Jesus. And that whatever thoughts the enemy wants to plant inside the minds of our sisters they come crashing down in the name of Jesus block those negative thoughts out of their minds so that they know that they are daughters of the high king lord they are daughters of the mighty warrior Jesus, yes, Jesus. and you have never abandoned them lord even oh, when their good. parents their mothers their fathers have abandoned and forsaken them you pick them up lord you clean them them off and you just renewed them and you gave them the strength that they needed lord as you did it before you would do it again we trust in you and only you we thank you for all that you're doing and for what you have yet to do in our lives amen amen is jayla's coming is jayla's coming now and jayla you're gonna look in camera one and Should my mic um probably just just hold it in front of her okay. face Right, this is that? Kayla's daughter, one of her one of her four children, and since it's Mother's Day and close to Mother's Day, um, is Jay, they're putting the mic on. But ladies, another thought too is remember commitment truly trumps convenience, and you won't ever ever be left on the uh, lacking if you if you choose commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ over anything your flesh or anybody else says. Jayla, would you please bless us and take us say goodbye, you know, take us, take us out. Enjoy this, ladies. God bless you. Are you hurting and broken within? Overwhelmed by the weight of your sin? Jesus is calling. Have you come to the end of yourself? Do you thirst for a drink from the well? Jesus is calling. Oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was brought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Oh.
Leave behind your regrets and mistakes. Come today, there's no reason to wait. Jesus is calling. Bring your sorrows and trade them for joy. From the ashes, a new life is born. Jesus is calling. Oh, oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was brought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was brought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, what a Savior. Praise God. Praise Isn't God. He wonderful? Praise God. Sing hallelujah. Christ is risen. Praise God. Praise God. Bow down before Him. For he is Lord of all. Sing hallelujah. Christ is risen. Praise God. Praise oh, God. What a Savior. Praise God. Isn't he wonderful? Sing hallelujah. Christ is risen. Bow down before him, for he is Lord of all. Sing hallelujah, Christ is risen. Praise God. God bless you, ladies.